Welcome to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app for both iOS and Android devices by searching for The Church at Bushland. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. I know we just have a short time. I want you to turn to Hebrews chapter 12. I want to just share some encouraging words with our graduates, with our families, but I want to bless moms and dads um, just in this moment. There's a truth in that song. I want you to know that where your sons and daughters go, the presence of the Lord goes, that you would know that they're always surrounded by him. They might be moving out of your house, but God's not moving out on them. I heard the Lord say one time, he said, Tommy, they were, your daughters were mine before they were ever yours. And so being a dad of one who's 24 and 21 now, I can give a, a, a testimony that God has surpassed and been faithful in these years where my daughters haven't been in my home, but God has been faithful to be with them and I've only seen them grow. There's gonna be some, some difficult times. There's gonna be some hard times, but here's the truth. You're surrounded by the presence of God and you've already overcome because he overcame. And that's a truth that is sealed past, present, future and it doesn't change depending upon our choices and circumstances. Anybody want to say, thank you, Jesus, that I'm already overcome? Okay, a few of you. Anybody want to say, thank you, Jesus? <laughs> like, it's not dependent upon my performance. It's not dependent upon your performance before Jesus ever did a miracle. Listen to the words of the Father over his son. You're my beloved son, and in you I'm well pleased. Listen, that was a declaration not based upon a miracle or performance. That was a declaration based upon the truth that he was made in the image of God, the Father, and he was the beloved son. And parents, as you send them out, we can't agree enough and more. Continue to agree with God's heart for what he purposed your sons and daughters for and agree with that promise. God, when it looks like they feel like they're surrounded by the things of the world, may they know more that they're surrounded by you. And so I want to show you just in God's word today, just some powerful truths, not just for our graduates and families, but for all of us. It says this in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. It says, therefore, we also, we are surrounded by such a great crowd of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set out before us. And here's the key, looking on to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and now sits down at the right hand of the throne of God. Can I just tell you why he sits? Because his work is finished. Do you remember his last declaration, it is finished. Your sins are forgiven, past, present, future. And our responsibility now is to fix our eyes on Jesus. Do you remember the first invitation he gave the disciples and he gives it to all you as graduates and all of us today? It's simply this, come follow me. When you don't know what to do, if you don't hear anything else I say today, when you don't know what to do, follow him because he won't lead you astray. 
He's gonna lead you into the presence of your father. And how many of you know that when we're in the presence of our father, there's victory there, there's winning there, there's freedom there, there's deliverance there, there's healing there. And I love the word that says, where can we go apart from God's presence? Nowhere. Anybody wanna celebrate that there's nowhere you can go where God isn't there? He's there. Guys, he makes darkness his canopy. He's not afraid of darkness. He's the light that drives out darkness. And that's who he's called us to be. Turn back to Hebrews 10. I wanna show you how much more he wants to surround us. It's like all of heaven, guys, is looking down and cheering you guys on. Not just us, but all of heaven. Hebrews 10, 19, some familiar verses, but let us see this. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter. Now there's an invitation. This presence of God, it's always there, but there's a responsibility on our part. We are to enter in. How many know that every day there's an invitation for you to enter in. There's an invitation, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest. How? By the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil, that is his flesh. Do you remember part of the crucifixion was the veil that once separated from the people of God was torn in two when Jesus breathed his last. We don't have to have someone else go in, be on, go in the presence of God on our behalf. Listen to me. You guys, some of you have been dependent on moms and dads and praise the Lord, they're gonna continue to be there with you. But can I tell you, the blood of Jesus gives you direct access. You can go to your mom and dad for counsel, but I wanna tell you, the Holy Spirit is your counselor. And you have access to him 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The curtain was torn. The separation was torn. In your dorm room, when there's a party going on two, two down, I'm just telling you, the presence of God is available to you. Enter in. Enter in, because I bet you, as you enter in and make much of him, there's gonna be some people who happen in on you and you get to lead them to the presence of God and they'll confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's what we're made for. That's what we're made for. And so it says this, so that is his flesh, having a high priest over the house of God. Here's our invitation. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. The next time the enemy reminds you of your past, you remind him of his future. Listen, your minds have been purified by the blood of Jesus. Let us renew them every day with these truths and promises. It's time we stop letting the enemy use our past against us and our wrong choices in our past define us. It is the choice that Jesus made on the cross that should define us from this day forward. What Jesus did is big enough to cover any past choice that we could walk in victory and power to say this, watch, my sin, my past no longer works against me. It only works for me. And let me tell you where it leads. It leads to a person named Jesus. What he did for me, he can do for you too. Amen? That's where we don't let our past haunt us anymore because it's the blood of Jesus that reminds me, I have been what? It's death that's been arrested. I'm not arrested, right, Paxton? I've been set free. I've been set free. And there, verse 23, let us hold fast to this confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised, he is faithful. If you don't hear anything else, I wanna tell you something. God cannot be unfaithful. It's not in his character. If he said it, he promised it, he'll fulfill it, and you can trust him. I wanna say there's a table that's been prepared, not just for all of you graduates, but for all of us, and it's the Lord's table. 
It's the body of Christ. It's the blood of Jesus. We talked about that with the graduates this morning, how Jesus fulfilled his vows. He took a cup, he drank from it. He offers it to you. And as you drink of it, you become covenant. You become family. You become sons and daughters. And everything that's on his table is available to you and to me. And I want to say something to you. The name that's written on that chair is your name, but it's not just written on that chair. It's written on the palm of his hand when you've prayed to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Amen. Anybody want to celebrate that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life and it's written on the palm of his hand? Listen, sometimes you just got to be reminded if my name's written on the palm of God's hand that I know if, if when the, the world begins to surround me, let me see that God surrounds me. And not only does he surround me, but I'm in the palm of his hand. And John 10 tells us I can't slip through. <laughs> I know, I know, I can just tell you some of my testimony. There's been some times I made some big mistakes and God said, my hand is bigger. My hand is bigger. He's there for you. He's there for all of us. If you've not prayed to receive Jesus Christ, then let me just say today's the day of salvation. Today's the day of salvation. I wanna give you five things that happen in the presence of God at his table. Here's the first. When you're at his table and the father's there, the son's there, the Holy Spirit's there, you will see his face and you will see his eyes. And let me tell you something that's not in his eyes. There's no disappointment there. There's no discouragement there. There's no giving up there. You know what is there? There's kindness and there's love and there's guidance. When you see your father's face, when you see his eyes, he will guide you into all truth. Lord, help us sit at your table. You will hear his voice, his truth, his promises of, what, of who he is. And so we know who we are. I'm gonna just tell you, if you're not choosing to hear the voice of God, you will give in to the schemes of the enemy anytime he comes knocking at your door. It's just the truth. That's for all of us. Because it's only by the truth and promises and the voice of God and the word of God that when the enemy comes to scheme against us, and he does, that we have to let his words come out because when his words come out, the enemy's the one who has to submit and resist and flee. So we got to hear his voice. John 10 says, as sons and daughters, we get to hear his voice. And at his table, we get to hear it. The third thing is you feel his love and his love never fails. Will you tell somebody next to you, his love can't fail you? Tell them, man, speak it over him. His love can't fail you. His love can't fail you. We are filled with hope. My God is with me and he is with you. You will experience his presence at his table and in his presence is fullness of joy. Can I just tell you, the ones who should throw the biggest epic parties are sons and daughters of God. Do you know the ones who should be, I mean, literally laughing and enjoy are us as sons and daughters because we know in whom we have believed in and we know our God is able to guard anything we trust to him. And can I tell you what the word says? We don't have to get drunk on the things of this world. We can get filled and drunk in the spirit and that is the fullness of joy. Don't let those words, all right, let those words wash over you and just get, get stuck on what, what maybe you've heard those mean it just means this in his presence is fullness of joy and the father is in me and I am in him. And that's worth celebrating and throwing a party. Amen. I don't need the things of the world to get happy and celebrate. I got the Holy spirit living inside of me. Anybody else? Anybody else? I mean, that's the best party we can throw. 
Because I'm gonna tell you, when, you start, when we start celebrating as sons and daughters, people will hear, dude, what's going on with those people? They're a little bit happy. No, we're a lot happy. And guess what? You have an invitation to come join us in his presence. I pray a blessing over every campus that these sons and daughters will step their feet on and you'll carry the presence of the Holy Spirit and there is fullness of joy. And that there'll be future sons and daughters confess Jesus because of what they see in your lives. May it be so. And the fifth thing is this, you will live in his pleasure because we have a rich inheritance and he gives his spirit without limit. I know our time is is closing. I wanna share two final things. Many of you have met me. I wanna tell you what this looked like for just in our lives 10 years ago. We heard the Lord say that he wanted us to adopt. Can I tell you when you hear God say something, the, the enemy wants to surround you with fear. He wants to surround you with fear, worry. He wants to surround you with ways that this isn't possible. And I'll tell you, the first thing he came against me is the, is the dad, the provider, is the enemy said this, you don't got no money in your bank account. How can you adopt a child? And I'm so thankful that my dad, my God immediately said, he said, I own the cattle on a thousand hills and what I call you to, I'll be faithful to provide for. And Lana and I didn't fix our eyes on the enemy who has surrounded us. We fixed our eyes on the father who has surrounded us. And we got to be reminded it's his pleasures forevermore. And we took a step of faith and we filled out an application knowing that we needed $5,000 to even get our name in the beginning of that process. Guys, I'll tell you, Lana will tell you, I went out to the mailbox the next day. Nobody knows what we're doing except us and the father and what he spoke. And I get an envelope. It's from my grandma. She had never done this before. And my name is on that check. And guess what number is at the end of that check? $5,000. And my father said, I surround you. And in my presence are pleasures evermore. And it was a journey And I'll just say this, the next time we needed $7,500, we were at a service that morning. A man brought Lana up on stage, didn't even know who she was. He put a $20 bill in her billfold and said, I don't know what God's called you to, but he says to remind you, he's faithful to to fulfill it. In my past, I would have went and got a loan, but I heard my dad say, I'm going to make provision for this. We went home and in the mailbox is a check from a man I'd only met one time for $7,500. Students, can I tell you, if he calls you to it, take a step of faith and trust him because he'll do miracles on your behalf. And I've got a little little girl, her name is Mia, which means wished for and chosen, who sits on this front row that fills my living room with laughter and joy. And she is made in the image of God. And it's because we chose not to let the enemy surround us and overwhelm us, but we chose to let the Father fill our hearts with his and give our yes. And so I'm just saying what he calls you to, he's faithful. There's a story in 2 Kings, I'll close here. It's about Elisha, listen to me, this is powerful. You can read it, 2 Kings 6. Elisha is, is the prophet that God raised up to protect Israel. And so the Syrian army's trying to come against Israel. They're trying to take that land. How many of you know that Israel's God's chosen people and that that land, if he said it's theirs, it's theirs. And he's been faithful to fulfill that all these years. Listen, Elijah 
He would get the word on where Syrian would attack. He'd tell the Israel people and they were prepared so that the enemy couldn't overcome them because that's how good God, God surrounds us. Listen, so the Syrian king got report, Elisha's your problem, take out Elisha and you could take out Israel. So the Syrian king sent the army against Elisha and Elisha's servant, listen to this, goes out the next morning and they are surrounded by an army of Syrians and fear immediately sets in. You, you go read it. You go read it. And Elisha's first response is this. Listen, and I want to bless you guys with this, moms and dads and all of us. He says, those who are with us are far greater than those who are with them. Those who are with us are far greater than those who are with them. We are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Where can I go from the presence of God? When you feel discouraged or downtrodden, you let that declaration come out of your mouth. Those who are with me are far greater than those who are with them. And then I love this, Elisha, there was no fear in him. There was fear in the servant because he didn't see the same way Elisha saw. So guess what Elisha did? He said, God, open my servant's eyes so he can see too. Parents, grandparents, all of us, if we want to pray over the next generation, we pray this blessing, open their eyes that they might see. And you guys pray the same thing over your moms and dads. Open our eyes, Lord, that we may see that we are surrounded by you. And his servant's eyes were open. And it said he immediately saw that the mountain around them was illuminated with angels of fire. And there was no more fear. To make a long story short, guess what? They didn't take the enemy out. Do you know the Bible says in Psalm 23, he prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. I've always seen that in one way. I get to sit down and eat and my enemy gets to watch me. But I saw something different this week. You know you're surrounded by the presence of God when you see people the way God sees them. Elisha took that army. He asked God to strike them blind. He took that army into the middle of Samaria where, where that was where they were gonna overcome. The Israel king was like, what do I do with them? Do I kill them? And Elisha said, no. He said, you make a feast and you invite them to the table. And guess what? The enemies who were in the camp were now in the presence of the king of kings. And the table wasn't just set for sons and daughters. It was set for the enemy so that they could come feast too. Listen to me. Do you know what it says after that? And that Samarian army left never to return to take Israel again. Now there were always going to be enemies, but I'm just wondering today, when you're overwhelmed by the presence of God, no longer do we fear our enemies because we know where the presence is, there's freedom, not just for me, but I get to invite others because the only way my enemy's heart gets changed is I agree with God and bless them and invite them to the table too. Because how many of you know that Jesus laid his life down for them just like he did for me? They're made in God's image for them just like he is for me. Can I just tell you, you're gonna have some haters out there. Anybody wanna testify? There are going to be some, some naysayers out there. There's going to be some people remind you of your past out there. Can I just tell you? You just remind them what God says. And you begin to hear God's heart for those who would come against you. And listen to me, I promise you, it'll guard your heart so the enemy can't do any harm from someone else's choices. When you agree with God, that's the best choice. It'll guard your heart and it'll bless theirs. And the only way theirs gets changed is when we agree with others so they can have a place at the table too. That's our God. That's our King. So as I want us to, just to close today, I want you just to close your eyes just where you are. I'm just wondering today, just wondering today, 
Who needs to be reminded that greater is he that is in you than the one who's in this world? Who needs to be reminded today there are more with us than there are with them? Who needs to be reminded today that maybe the breakthrough we need is to agree with God in his presence at his table and begin to invite others to come join us? Maybe today, just in this moment, you would just go, you know what? I need my eyes to be open just like the servant needed his eyes to be open. Because the only way you can see this truth is as a son and daughter who confesses Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I'm not gonna tarry long, but if you would know today, that's me. I need my eyes to be open. Ananias went and prayed for Saul and the scales fell and he saw and was filled with the Holy Spirit. And we now have 13 books in the New Testament because God took an enemy and he made him into a son. And he begin to tell others about the Father. I'm wondering today, is there anybody here you would just go, I need my eyes to be open. I need to pray to confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If that's you here in a moment, we got two ministry teams on the sides. Will you just come to them and just say, today's the day I need to confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I need my eyes to be open. That greater is he that is in me than the one who is in the world. But you got to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart Jesus is Lord. Because anyone who calls in his name shall be saved. That's for graduates. That's for families. That's for any of us. Have you confessed Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? It starts there. Now your name can be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And you'll always have a seat at his table. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the Church at Bushland. We exist to help people know God find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on Facebook and Instagram, by using the Church at Bushland, and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland. 